This is Self, a show about real people who are building towards a better future for themselves, their loved ones, and their communities. Now, today's guests share everything. We're talking family, money, a podcast, and so much more. In this episode, Ashley Frangi and Leti Sagun open up about the lessons they've learned along the way, from post-college debt to losing money in the beginning stages of their hobby-turned-business venture, and the secret sauce to a friendship that has stood the test of time. My name is Leti Sagun. I am a Mexican woman. I was born in Guadalajara um, in the late 80s, and I describe myself as a dreamer. I've always been, and anything that comes to my mind, I always think there's something else that I can imagine and that I can do. Um, my name is Ashley. I'm also Mexican. I was born in Guadalajara, same town as Letty. That's where tequila is made. So if you want to locate us on the map, that's what we're very proud of. Find the, find the <laughs> land of the tequila and Find the and land of the tequila us. and we're next um, to it. I grew up in a very mixed home. My mom's American. My father is first generation of Lebanese. But I've been living in the U.S. for almost... 13 years now. I came to school here and stayed. Letty moved to LA where we're now currently living. And yeah, we're like best friends slash business, like partners. business partners slash we, I, we laugh because we're always like, we even share money when she buys me something. I was like, that's our money. Like it just, <laughs> we are like all mixed together. We share friends, we share clothes, we share siblings, houses, yeah, siblings everything. everything. I love it. How, you know, how many people have known someone other than a sibling from like when they were born? And so what a unique relationship for you to be able to have and foster. Um, your friendship has clearly stood, you know, the test of time. Are there any times that y'all can think of that stick out in your minds that you would like to share? Like as far as like one significant event? For me, I moved countries and I moved cities a couple of times. So like, to have someone on the other side of the phone to like remind you that you're going to be okay and that like you already did this and that you'll find friends in a few weeks and that like I think that for me during like all the moves that you've stuck with me on my phone like I'm, like while I set up the Wi-Fi, you know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah, and also I feel like we are how would you say Testigo. Witness. Like we are witnesses of each other, but we haven't crossed the boundary of turning each other into something that we would like or we would like. We're very respectful of each other's path and just witnessing what the other person is doing and trying to celebrate that. And I feel like that's one of the best gifts anyone can give you in life. I love it. So you talked about, you know, both moving around, being from Guadalajara and coming to the States. I would love to hear what the culture is around money in Mexico and if there are similarities and differences to that of, of the approach and mindset around money in the U.S. Hmm. Interesting question. Um, we come from different backgrounds of money, ideas of money as well. Yeah. In Mexico in general, people find talking about money a little bit disrespectful as if you hmm. as, if, as if you're bragging as if you're bragging but also if 
it's missing, you should keep it quiet. I think it has a lot to do with, with religion, mm -hmm. wouldn't you think? Like with how um, Catholicism, with our country is mostly Catholic and they've taught us since you're little to be very humble. So yeah, a lot of misinformation. Like and a lot of silence of, around mm -hmm. money. Like it's something you only discuss maybe with like your parents, but also like for years, like our moms and our grandmas had no idea what the economical situation was at home or had no decision making on like where should money be spent and stuff like that. Um, and I think what I love about the U.S. in that sense is like, I mean, it has its pros and its cons, but like money is like very upfront or at least in business, people are super upfront with it. And I think also I found a lot of women in the U.S. that have shared their story with numbers so we could like charge more, do more and know kind of like what way and route. And I don't know if Mexico's there yet in like the ability to speak about money. Like I think it's more of a, I don't know, kind of like full of shame a little bit. No, wouldn't you mm, say? Yeah, probably. When you said shame, that made me think about so many people who have made decisions with money that maybe they're not proud of. Like I know in order to have gotten out of $90,000 worth of debt, I had to go into $90,000 worth of debt, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And so I would love to hear for y'all what money mistakes, you know, if there's one that you can think of that you're okay with sharing, have you made? <laughs> Only one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I if I were starting, we would be going down a long right, list here. Right, but, yes. you know, and we're all learning and growing with it, which is okay. I can think of one is when I graduated college, it was my first time living alone. It was my first time dealing with a salary. It was like the first time in the real world. And it was the first time I had a credit card. And I wish I knew better like I still sometimes it keeps me up at night it took me like a good four or five years to leave my ten thousand dollar debt um to be able to even finish paying that card and then you have to deal with the credit score that I had no idea existed so for me it changed my life it changed the way I use my debit card it changed the way I afford things like it really like shaped my introduction to money a lot and like how I talk about it and how I spend it. And it made me be very cautious about money and maybe not in the best way. I, I, I have it very clear because it's still a mistake that I'm trying to, <laughs> to correct. Um, I've always been very savings oriented, meaning all of my life, everything I ever heard from mom, dad, grandparents was, Be smart about your money, save your money. Like you gotta have your own back, right? Do not, you cannot lean on anyone, especially a man. Like they wanted me to be very on top of my game, um, to be able to have that freedom to make choices. So since I was 16 years old, I worked. And all of those years until I left my parents' house, which was at 23, I used that in my advantage to save. And ever since I've been saving, but my big problem is that I save and I just leave it in the bank. So last year I hired a financial advisor. 
she started uh, sharing with me all of the possibilities and we started running numbers. And that's the first time I saw, for 10 years I've been losing money because it's just there sitting in the bank, becoming less and less every single day. And I don't know, I feel like I've been very... Like I haven't put the right attention to make the decisions that I need, I know need to be made, but I just keep on like, no, right now it's not important. It's not important. But when you see after 10 years, what that money could have become in different investments, like I just don't want to take that responsibility on. And it's something I have to start doing. There was something a friend said the other day that I like stuck with me that said, do it now so you don't have to do it later. And I was like, Might you well. really do need only three days. Like three days will set you for the next two years or three yeah. years of where your money goes. But we just yeah, don't it's do just it. one weekend. Yeah, it's one Instead weekend. of getting that mezcal margarita with my friends, <laughs> it's just, you know, sit down and do your work. And I want to share a mistake we've done as a business that we are still paying for it. When me and Letty started our company, it wasn't even a company, it was a hobby. We pay people through PayPal. We would pay them cash. We did not know a thing about finance. And we were very taken advantage of because we didn't know. We didn't ask. We didn't get advisors. And we trusted what the person in front of us said instead of doing our own research. And I think mm. till this day, we're still carrying some of that. We're still trying to figure out how to get out of some deals. We're still remembering, oh, we could have charged so much. But it happened because we were, we weren't educated on finance whatsoever. No one ever told us how to run a business or anything. You don't need to know everything, but you could ask for advice. We now are starting to only make decisions when someone can advise us financially. Mm -hmm. And then once we understand it, they can do the weird finance things they do. But we have to understand our own business and get advice. And I think we didn't do it for a long time. And we probably lost a ton of money because of it. Yeah, there's a lot to learn. So it sounds like, you know, it's obviously one thing to have a business by yourself and just make your decisions in isolation, right? But I'm sure it's a unique thing to have conversations with each other where you have to align mm -hmm. for for the the purpose of pushing forward what it is that you want to mm -hmm. do in the world how have you navigated making big financial decisions together throughout the process of you know starting a business with each other i think it helps that we're very aligned on purpose purpose and on how we view this thing that we're creating because if we had different priorities if my priority was maybe money or was maybe which would be totally fine which would be totally acceptable right if my priority was you to know what out. i just want to cash out in three years and whatever we need to do whatever decisions we need to make for that to happen Or if my priorities were, you know what, I want us to become uh, more famous and focus on putting our faces out there as much as we can and, you know, shift to visual world too soon. And whatever it is, uh, that's where conflict would arise. But I think we're pretty similar in what we envision for this project. We've also been very focused in saying, like, we want to grow and that means Our own salaries are small. That means other people can 
advices and we have to follow that advice. So I think that shift between this is a hobby and this is a company came really fast and it was so scary, but it also has helped us prioritize that we want to grow and we need to monetize the content we do. That doesn't mean that we've always thought the same thing, but we are very open to listening to each other. And we have a third partner in our company. Her name is Paulina. So at the end of the day, it's three people. And if two think that something is better for the company versus one, but that has rarely ever happened. When we open up that conversation of, a ver, what is our main goal? How is this going to bring us closer to that? Why would we make this decision over this one? And each of us is able to express their concerns and their thoughts. We always at the end end up choosing the same thing, the three of us. Such good gems. I think what I'm hearing is values matter. They do. Having alignment, having alignment on your values and making sure that they are, you know, in some way, shape and form overlapping with the people that you're partnering with. And for y'all, it happens to be you being best friends makes a huge difference in the process. And so I would love to hear for, for the two of you, who has been your biggest inspiration when it comes to business? Oh, so many women. So many women. <laughs> There's this woman called Marisa Lasso. She owns the biggest franchise personally owned in Mexico. She started baking in her kitchen. She was like a single mom with two kids. And she was recently on our podcast. And I am so inspired by how much she shares. She shares her numbers. She shares her mistakes. Every time I've ringed her up for like, she's been completely open and has inspired me a ton in that. That idea that the secret sauce is only yours is like keeping a lot of people that might not have access to mentors and financial advisors and all of this, very, very behind all the people that do. So for me to have her have a podcast in Spanish and talk on her Instagram all day about the deals she's making and stuff like that has inspired the way we share I love it. You two are inspiring me. So thank you both thank for, you. Thank you. you know, putting your work out into the world and taking a chance on yourselves, which I think a lot of people want to do, but are oftentimes hesitant. I think that, you know, as we wrap up, all of us have a focus that we are really pinpointed on, on building in this season in our lives. What would you say is what you're both focused on building in this season as far as like, How would you categorize yourself as a builder? I think our focus has also been to build a strong community and a safe, open space for every single person. Mm, but I'm gonna go ahead and bring our podcast. It's called Se Regalan Dudas, which means we gift you our questions. And I think our focus, or at least my focus, has been will be and will continue to be to not only ask myself questions, but to invite people to ask themselves questions. I feel like if we're disconnected from ourselves or our community, it's maybe because we're not asking those hard questions that are very 
important and necessary to move on. And the only way humanity has ever changed their ways or the status quo that is so wrong is through powerful and important questions. So I hope we are leaving that behind. The ability for people to ask questions and to be able to question their own ways, their own minds, their own decisions, and to maybe in that find some light. I love that, Leticia. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I, we grew up in a world where quality content wasn't available if you didn't spoke English. Um, and good books weren't available if you didn't speak English and good TV. We grew up with like open cable and hundreds and thousands of content that would repeat misogyny and would repeat um, drama and romant these ideas of romantic Classism, love. and racism. And that would be promoted over and mm -hmm. over and over again. Um, and I think at least for me right now, the focus of my season, which I love that you said season because we change, changes all the time, um, is to be honoring the language that we spoke, which is Spanish, and create quality content for people that also want content. I'm committed to creating good, worthy content that will leave with those questions that Letty's asking and like will leave people with the courage of asking questions. So I think the focus is on that, on creating content that I feel proud of. Self is hosted by me, Jacent Wamala. You can follow me on Instagram at Jacent's Gems for money mindset tips, inspiration, and so much more. Now, if you want to dive into some of those important questions Ashley and Letty are tackling, check out Se Regalan Dudas wherever you're listening to this show. Se Regalan Dudas is a mostly Spanish language podcast, but there's a very special episode with Becky G in English that our team is particularly fond of, and we've included it in the description box below. For self, Eileen Busing is head of communications and brand. Annie Rue is content marketing manager, and Alexandria Hatchett is senior compliance manager. For ACAST Creative, Shante Howell is our executive producer. Ariana Thomas is Creative Development Manager, and Natalia Aldesoro is Creative Strategist, with podcast art and production support by Emma Spellacy. And for LWC Studios, Paulina Valesco is Managing Producer, with mixing and sound design by Judy Bell Kamangian.